Welcome, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. I'm so glad you all are joining us here today. As I said before, we've got a fabulous, fabulous show for you. And, you know, we're talking about change. We're talking about uh, creating very, very powerful messages, taking them out into the world. And we're, we're talking about how we get to do that, live the lives we desire, and help all of us support each other along the way. And yesterday we got to talk with uh, Chris Stanis of the uh, Wisdom of Women, uh, Wisdom, <laughs> the upcoming con- conference that uh, is here in the greater Seattle area. And one of the things that I know is that if we all come together, women, spirit, and action in a time of hope and change, it, it is powerful, powerful, powerful beyond beyond belief, sometimes beyond what we can even imagine. And, you know, today uh, we're going to be talking with one of the upcoming speakers and presenters. Uh, and, 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 and part of this is beyond introduction. It's beyond having to say, yes, we can. The question is, what action are we going to take? And who are the people that we want to take that action with. Joining me today is Starhawk, Women's Spirit in Action at a Time of Hope and Change. Starhawk bridges the spiritual political movements and teaches practical hands in the dirt ecology. She's going to be speaking um, about uh, the ways that we can take action in a new era of hope and change. And so she's joining me here today. You know, as someone that is at the Women of Wisdom Conference, she has a workshop there as well. Uh, and is one of the most respected voices in the modern earth-based spirituality. Uh, she's well known as a global justice uh, a- activist and organizer. And I want you to hear from her today because as I said before, as I said about change and intention, you know, the question is, what action are you willing to take? And do you even know why you're taking it? Uh, Starhawk, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you for joining us here today. Well, thanks, Dr. Pat. It's great to be uh, on with you. Well, it's great to have you here. So, uh, you, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, part of this is opening up the, the, the conversation about hope and action. And I wanted to ask you, um, uh, tell me your perspective about hope and action. Well, you know, I find myself, I think, like a lot of us, having this very strange and unfamiliar experience of reading the news and actually being kind of happy about it. (laughs) I think uh, we've seen in this last week that Obama has really hit the ground running and done a lot of things uh, that are just very positive and will hopefully lead us in a positive direction. Obviously, we're in a time of kind of multiple compound crises. Uh, and I'm sure we've all heard the bad news a thousand times over again from the financial meltdown that's taken so many people's savings and retirement and homes away to the climate change, which just the other day scientists are now saying, well, many of the effects are already irreversible no matter what we do. Uh, we're in a very grave situation, but I think we're also in a time of tremendous optimism and opportunity because sometimes, you know, sometimes you have to let the thing you have collapse before you can really build up something new. And I think what we've seen over the last few months is 
the collapse, not just of financial institutions, but of a whole set of attitudes and beliefs that have supported uh, the policies that led to that collapse, um, a kind of consciousness that we've been in really for the last 30 years since Reagan, a set of values that have told people, go ahead, be selfish, it's all about you, it's all about making money, it's all about material things. And now we're really challenged to shift uh, our underlying belief system and our attitudes, I think, to a world that says, well, actually, it's not about things, it's about relationships. Mm. It's about how we treat one another, about how we treat the earth. Uh, it's about the way that we build mutual and beneficial relationships in every aspect of our lives. And that's what will bring us back to real abundance and prosperity. And I think also with what, we'll, what we need in order to address those big issues of war and peace and justice. Before I came on, actually Starhawk, before you came on the show, I shared a perspective and, and a movement that we're creating here on the show. And one of the things that I shared was this, and I wanted to get your perspective on it, is, uh, you know, pretty much what you hear right now in the media, and you even hear uh, President Obama talk about it, is how this is going to be a long and difficult journey. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, I had an aha moment yesterday, and I said, why? <laughs> you know, why hold that intention? Why? Why hold that intention? What if we were to all hold a different intention? Um, the intention, and, and I go back to my, my friend Lynn McTaggart, who created the intention experiment and wrote about that and wrote about the field. And I'm watching Lynn's work, and I'm watching how collective intention can actually create and change things. And so I, I went back to sort of, I guess, my teaching about this, and I thought, what if we were to hold something absolutely different? And I want to ask you about that, because in, it's almost as if, we, we forget that we have the choice around what we believe. Well, one of the great magical teachings that comes out of the goddess tradition is the understanding that everything begins with intention. And so first we have to know what our intention is and that we choose our intention. Um, you know, it's not just landed on us. You know, we have a choice in what our intention is, and that choice is very important setting up what follows. Um, you know, I have a friend who's working with something he calls the climate prosperity movement um, because his idea was, you know, rather than tell everybody this is a horrible thing and we're going to all have to suffer, let's tell people this is a great opportunity for building a world that's uh, truly prosperous. And in the permaculture movement, which I'm also connected to, permaculture is a global movement of people involved in ecological and regenerative design. Uh, we have a saying that the problem is the solution. That <laughs> rather than getting bogged down in the problem, say, okay, what, you know, the problem of the financial collapse might just be the solution to how we shift our economy from a kind of global casino to actually supporting the things that we truly need, truly want. Um, the combined oil crisis and economic crisis and wars in the Middle East and everything else might be just the solution to how we shift 
our technology uh, from a completely unsustainable dependence on fossil fuels uh, to uh, sources of energy that are going to be renewable, clean, um, non-polluting, and actually in the long run make for much better quality. So, yeah, I think that we can look at this, again, not as, you know, a hopeless disaster, but as a great challenge and a great opportunity. You know, and and this is really, it kind of gets us back to, you know, what you are, um, you know, what you're going to be doing at the upcoming uh, conference here. And I wanted to talk about that for a minute because, you know, part of this is how you, uh, Starhawk, get out into the world and, and, and take your message out there. And so let's talk about, first of all, you know, let's talk about your latest book, but also let's talk about the workshops at the Women of Wisdom Conference as well and how your message, how you're taking your message to our listeners. Well, the, um, at the workshop, I am doing a keynote, um, which is about how the insights of feminism can lead us uh, into effective action. Um, building Bridges for Global Community Through Social Activism is the theme of the conference, uh, which I think is a beautiful, it's a beautiful metaphor, you know, as well as a beautiful theme, because that metaphor of the bridge uh, implies the connection of two things and two places, but it also implies the journey. And I think social activism and spiritual development always is a journey, and it always is about moving from one state to another state, crossing that bridge that exists not only between different groups of people or different ideas, but also within ourselves, between different states of awareness. So I'm giving an address um, called Women Take Action, Using the Insights of Feminism to Change the World. Now, of course, you have to understand when we, uh, <laughs> when we were planning the conference and coming up with these titles, it was before the election. So we're like, hmm, do I write about, you know, taking action in a time of hope or do I write about how we uh, overcome despair? You know, we don't know yet. <laughs> um, yeah. but well, that's think, kind of interesting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's quite interesting. Um, and then the workshop is called Let It Begin Now, Another World is Possible. Uh, so in the talk, you know, I will be talking about different forms of action. And also, you know, I think a lot of young women today um, sort of weren't around in the early days of the feminist movement and mm -hmm. maybe don't have an understanding of what a radical idea it was back in the 60s or the 70s for women to say things like the personal is political, mm -hmm. uh, that what has happened to us as individuals, not just something that happened to us, it represents larger social forces, and that healing ourselves is also a political act. Um, in the workshop, we'll be doing a lot, it'll be much more experiential, and we'll be really looking at the question of what's our vision? What's our greatest vision for the world and for ourselves and for our communities? How do we create a focused intention around that vision? Uh, and how do we find our own purpose, our own role, um, our own calling in bringing that vision about? And then how do we find the allies and support and uh, the tools that we need to 
be effective in building that vision. And uh, you know, th this is really part of what's being created here, uh, and you're a huge part of that. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Starhawk about how renewing our spirit. How do we renew our own spirit? Why do we need to renew our own spirit? Spirit. And by the way, does it really matter? That and much more on the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. We'll be right back. Stay tuned, everyone. Perfco Green. Biodegradable by nature, green by choice. Traditional trash bags stay in our landfills and pollute the earth for over 800 years or more. Perfco Green trash bags disappear naturally within two years and leave nothing harmful behind. Convert your home, school, and business to Perfco Green. Now available at Walgreens, Amazon.com, Office Max, and other local stores. Visit PerfcoGreen.com. That's P-E-R-F-GoGreen.com. Do you feel stuck with anxiety or depression? Imagine having the momentum and the tools to create emotional freedom. Dr. Schaub's Breakthrough and Empowerment Program helps you to release deeply rooted emotions from your subconscious and cellular memory, thus allowing you to access your true potential. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND or visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Carol, looks like you haven't been sleeping well lately. Yeah, Dr. Pat, I'm really upset about losing so much of our retirement fund due to the market. Do you have any ideas? Let me tell you about my friend Tom. He told me to put my money in an Index Universal Life retirement plan. It protects me from market loss, disability, increased taxes, litigation, and the financial upset of premature death. Wow, that sounds like a smart plan. How do I reach him? Call Tom. Tom Leota at WeXL Financial, 888-252-3083. Or his website, debtfreemca.com. How would you like to recession-proof yourself in 2009? Rich Gurman, one of America's most popular business and life coaches, can empower you to do just that. His affordable coaching programs will guide you to a lifestyle of great health, happiness, and prosperity. Go to richgurman.com, spelled R-I-C-H-G-E-R-M-A-N.com to learn more about his popular Coaching 101 classes and mastermind groups. Rich Gurman will help you turn your dreams into reality. Hi, I'm Paul McCormick. Are you concerned about your money and your future? We are entering an economic crisis like never before. If you're counting on the system to take care of you, you will lose. And I don't want that to happen. Here's what I can offer. I'll give you absolutely free my six CD series on how to take control of your own money. All you have to do is go to my website, formulaformillionaires.com. Or go to any bookstore this month and buy my book titled Secrets of the Millionaire Inside. Be the first to join your favorite Hay House authors on the next I Can Do It at Sea. Come aboard a luxurious cruise ship and meet Greg Braden, Brian Weiss, Sonia Choquette, and many more. The seven-night cruise to Alaska on July 11th through 18th, 2009 includes soul-nourishing workshops, spiritual cinema movies in your cabin, autograph sessions, and amazing ports of call. This is a vacation you'll never forget. Cabins are limited. Reserve today. HayHouse.com. Talk radio with a difference. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by Starhawk joining me here today. And, you know, she is going to be at the upcoming Women in Wisdom Conference. That is, uh, as we said before, coming to Seattle uh, February 12th. Uh, also, <laughs> Starhawk is the opening keynote address. Women take action using the insights of feminism to change the world. Uh, and I, you know, the, the, the thought I want, I had before we went to break in, in Starhawk, and I would love to hear you talk about it as this idea of, uh, of renewing your own spirit, spiritual renewal. Uh, and, and, and from your perspective, what does it mean? I mean, I've had, I, I've heard people talk about renew your spirit and go off into the desert for 10 days. And certainly I've done that, but is that what it's about? What does it mean to you to renew your spirit? Well, you know, there's kind of a saying, people used to have a bumper sticker that went something like, if you're not angry, you're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, I think there may be some listeners out there who don't need any spiritual renewal and just feel perfectly fine and happy and optimistic and joyful every single moment of the day. But I would imagine there are rather few (laughs) Um, If we're actually paying attention, you know, and paying attention to the grave crises in the world and paying attention to the incredible suffering going on in the world, um, and it's very hard to always feel chipper and chirpy and upbeat, and probably we we really shouldn't. Um, But we do need to kind of maintain that balance between uh, denial and despair, you know, that somewhere in between there's that ability to actually face uh, the real grave situation that we're in, but approach it with energy and approach it with hope and approach it with vision. And for that, I need spiritual renewal. I need some source that renews my sense of vision and my sense of hope. Um, and there are many sources that I find. Um, for me, nature is a great source of renewal. And, um, you know, you definitely going off for 10 days in the desert or whatever is a great way of spiritual renewal, but I find I need something sort of smaller and simpler in every day. Uh, it can't just be those times when I have time to go off for a long retreat or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so for many people, I think some sort of spiritual daily practice, but whether that's meditation or whether that's prayer um, or something else. You know, for me, what I try to do is spend some time each day in nature. Now, that nature might be a beautiful, pristine forest, but sometimes it might be my backyard or it might be the vacant lot that I pass on the way to the bus. Uh, It's not even so much where it is or what it is. Uh, When you really understand nature, you realize, you know, everything is nature. We're never separate from nature. It's more a matter of putting myself in a state where I can actually silence that little clamoring, you know, voice in the mind that's always telling you what you should do or think or what you haven't done and just be present. Be present, observing, watching, listening, taking in information, taking in the great communication that nature is always doing, always speaking to us, always speaking uh, all her many parts are always in communication with each other and with ourselves. Uh, and I find that really helps to give me both a sense of hope and optimism, but also even a, a real physical sense of renewal. 
another great source for me of spiritual renewal is connection with other people. Um, the communities that we build, the celebrations, the rituals, the things that we do together with other people to share, you know, to share at that deeper level we share at when we're involved in a ritual or when we're involved in a circle, um, where we talk about the things that really matter, not just sort of daily small talk or the, you know, honey, who's going to pick up the kids kind of talk. And being able to share from the heart like that, I think, is one of the powerful sources of renewal. Sometimes even when we're all feeling down or we're all feeling scared or we're all feeling fair, just being able to share that with others is a way of feeling connected and feeling strengthened and feeling empowered. So when we think about this and we think about the upcoming conference and the work that you're going to be doing, I want to ask you, what results will will people be able to expect? Are you expecting from not only your work but from this conference? Because, you know, I, I believe we're moving into a time where we are expecting results. I'm not sure we've been in that time. You know, I, 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 you know, and I think that we've kind of gotten a little complacent, and I don't know how long we've been like that, but I, I know that for myself as well, but not really. I, when it comes to polit- political and global issues, it's all of a sudden we've gotten very patient, but now I think we're not so patient. <laughs> well, I think a lot of times, you know, when we're taking action, we're envisioning things, you know, it's like it's all comfortably off in some far future. You know, someday we'll have a global revolution <laughs> and everything will change. Or someday we'll have the great awakening and everyone will transform. But it's always kind of way off there. And now, suddenly, <laughs> way off there has become, uh, this is it. You know, we have hit the wall. We cannot continue our present way of life without creating uh, immense, destruction that's going to visit the, the world of our children and our grandchildren. Um, we must do it and we must change, not in you know 20 years or 30 years or 50 years, but we actually must do it now. Uh, time is up. And uh, that is kind of disconcerting. <laughs> I think also, also well, um, you know, again. a lot of us are, quite honestly, we're we're used to being, um, I wouldn't say powerless, but I would say at least out of power. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we haven't been called upon to say, you know, are your solutions really workable? Because there generally was, you know, not a ghost of a chance that someone was actually going to put them into practice and have to make them work. And now I think we have the opportunity with Obama for a lot of things to come into being. And well, it's it's kind of interesting you mention that, and I, I don't listen to the news very much. I have a certain news magazine that I read that kind of tries to capture it. But I heard this morning that there's this big debate over, you know, passing, uh, you know, the legislation right now, uh, you know, because it's too much spending. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's kind of like, okay, too much spending, not enough spending, uh, like we haven't been spending uh, how does the average American make sense out of this? Let me just ask you that quick question. What well, can you tell would, us from a spiritual perspective <laughs> that we can do? <laughs> from a spiritual perspective. That's it. That's what yeah. I want. Yeah. I would say that um, there's, you know, there's a Native American story about, a, I think it was a man who said something about how 
you know, he had two bulls inside of him, and one yeah. was love and one was greed and anger, and they were fighting all the time. And so he said, well, who's going to win? And he said, well, it depends on which one I feed. And uh, I think it's a spiritual and also very practical permaculture principle that we feed what we want to grow. Ah. So in terms of spending, in terms of, you know, that sort of on the practical level, in terms of the spiritual level, you know, it's um, what you feed energetically, what you spend time on, what you put your energy toward, uh, that's what's going to grow. Uh, so if we look at spending from that point of view, are we spending on things that are actually going to really bring about health and happiness and peace and harmony and meet real human needs or meet, you know, the pressing needs of the environment and um, the pressing need to transform a uh, major aspects of our physical infrastructure very quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, if so, then, you know, as far as I'm concerned, we can't spend enough on them. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, you know, uh, spiritual spending. Yeah, I'm all for it, too. Thank you, Staha, for, for joining us here today. Thank you all for tuning in. We're going to be right back. We've got a great, great show for you. I'm going to introduce you. We're going to talk about health coaching with Dr. Ann Power. We'll be right back, everybody. Right.